Can't get creative with it. It got to be consistent. Yeah. Okay. Consistency is that's key. Cool. Oh, that's that's for somebody. <laughs> for me, I haven't touched a dumbbell in so long. Why does it instantly go to work it out? Cause that's the number one place. It could have been time in your word. It could have been true. Time, quality time. That's the one place where I'm like, I need consistency. <laughs> Cause I like to eat. Eat it consistently. Brush those teeth. That's crazy. Boy, don't ever play me. <laughs> I put you on the hygiene. Don't even. Not put me on the hygiene. I did. Just because you bettered me didn't mean you mothered you me. I put you on. Come on. I said, hey, man, you got to start scraping your tongue. <laughs> got to start using mouthwash. That's true. Well, we back. This lovely lady sitting beside me is... My wife, Jada Latrice Taylor. Oh, the full government name. Yeah. Okay. JLT. Not a Subway sandwich, but the love of my life. Such a nerd. She's going to go ahead and introduce me and my light skin glory now. So go ahead, babe. Take it away. Tell the people who your man is. That was the most light skin pass <laughs> ever. Like, I think you might have just outdid every light-skinned professional basketball player with that pass. <laughs> Give me the assist. I was oh literally lobbed it right As you can you. see, the sun is glistening on him. I'm just playing baby. Eyes bluer than the sea. I really expected you to humble me, so I had to hype myself oh, up for a little bit. I wasn't going to humble you. Go ahead. This is my husband, EJ. Some yes. call him E. Hey. I call him babe. Yes, you do. Or Earl Joseph Taylor Jr., Mm -hmm. depending on (laughs) what he did. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Well, I hope you forgive me for those things. I do. Wouldn't be here. Perfect, unplanned segue into our topic (laughs) today (laughs) of forgiveness. Or if you want the actual titer, 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 you want the actual titer. Tartar sauce. <laughs> bitter or better. The classic. I feel like that's a churchy thing. You can be bitter yeah. or you can be better. It's literally like in three Lecrae songs. Is it really? Nah, it's in only in one. What? <laughs> Do you remember how it goes? No, Andy Minio said something like that too, right? I don't want to be bitter, bitter, bitter. That's not how that song goes. Yes, it is. It is. Girl, I bumped that after I, a girl broke my heart when I was a baby. Literally stop. I'm serious. I don't want to No, Lecrae says, he said, I'm working on being, I'm working on being better. Not or, bitter or something. Not bitter. Or uh, No, he said something about switching the letters from like. Oh. Uh, I see you look right with a word, but. What did he say? I'm working on getting better, not bitter. I'm working on switching those letters or something like that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 They say don't get bitter, get better. I'm working on switching them letters. I think it's that one. Maybe. I don't know, actually. Well, I hope Lecrae forgives yeah. you for butchering his song. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so in the last episode, we left off kind of leading into this topic. Um, we were talking about 
a little bit towards the end how important it is. We we touched a little bit on why it's important to forgive. Um. And babe, when when you think of your first thoughts on like a situation where forgiveness changed everything for you, like a small example, what would you what would you say? Even in our relationship, mm-hmm. is there a time? <laughs> I mean, I'm just naturally stubborn, so. Amen. Sorry. Why did you amen to that? Was too aggressive. Yep. Calm down, sir. <laughs> Calm down. I'm just naturally like a. I'm just quiet. It stems from not wanting to deal with conflict. Like, yeah. Just wanting to run. And even though forgiveness is necessary on both sides, I just be like, ah, oh, it's fine. Yeah. Or my feelings aren't valid, so it doesn't really matter. I think in our relationship, probably when we were long distance, mm. that's where I had to work on forgiveness the most because you're not, you can't see that person. Yeah. Like, it's not like, oh, I'm going to drive to your house and we can talk about it. It's like, I'm going to ignore you mm. for a whole day. Or when I do respond, I'm going to send back, okay. Yep. Yeah. I got my fair share of two-letter, one-letter responses. <laughs> that is crazy. And I had to learn, like, obviously, I prayed for you. I want you to be my husband. So yeah. that's the most self-sabotage right there. Mm. If you can't practice forgiveness over the phone, how are you going to practice it in person? Yeah. So I think a lot of the really, really dumb things that we've, you know, had. Truly, yeah. Literally, because it was just all miscommunication. Yep. Like, you sent a text, and I'm like, why are you talking to me like that? <laughs> and you're like, I just sent a text. I'm like, it was in all caps, okay? Yep. Or so, she took a nap, and I thought something happened to her. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that would be, those would be times where I'm like, okay. I need to humble myself yeah. and practice forgiving because I want this to work. Yes. And then that kind of also played a role when it come to like came to other relationships, learning how to forgive. Because like I said, I always like avoid a conflict or yeah. kind of would just hold it in. And even though I wasn't in like wasn't ready to forgive, it's still kind of like that still burdens you. So I think I learned from our little moments how mm-hmm. to forgive and how to like have that heart posture. That's good. Yeah. Uh, one thing that you said that stood out was something about a uh, thing. I didn't want to interrupt you, but <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> but you were talking about how your you had to learn to forgive because it was something that you valued, like yeah. because the relationship was something that you valued. Mm-hmm. And I think that's huge because you don't necessarily see that all the time. You know what I mean? Right. Like, we know people, of course, they want to value relationships, right? Like, we see them. We see people in relationships. Anyone who's in a relationship probably values the other person, right? Right. (laughs) They're they're really sharing a huge part of themselves with that person. Um, If not everything, if you're, you know, if you're married. And, but not everyone is willing to necessarily do the work to show the other person that they are valuable in forgiving them. Right. In reconciling with them. In apologizing to them. And so even basically today we're just going to talk a little bit about um, forgiveness. And I got a crazy Tim Keller quote. And he just passed away um, this past week. Rest in peace to 
Tim Keller. He's a big influence in my life. And um, when I was first wrestling with the faith, making it my own, asking questions, doubts, all that, Tim Keller was there. So shout out to him, and I definitely recommend his work to anybody. Um, anybody, period, actually. <laughs> but I'm not going to lie, I don't think. You don't know Tim Keller? It's okay. I probably, no, I don't even want to say You heard that. of The Reason for God by Tim Keller? Maybe. I feel like you've heard Crickets. his stuff. No. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. maybe you read some of it. It could probably, I probably have. Yeah. I just didn't know it was him. Or someone's probably used it. Yeah, there you go. And had no idea. It's all good. But he sent me a text message. He said, Tim Keller's died. I was like, oh my gosh, who is that? I need a picture. Maybe I can. He said, he was an author. I said, oh. Oh, yeah. She was like, what did you say? I thought it was. Well, if one, I started laughing. You started laughing, not, yeah, and I was no, like, hey, but, huh? No, I started laughing because I was like, I was confused. Because I was, because I told you I was crying. Because you said you were crying, and I was like. And she thought I was joking. But literally, I was like, I wasn't boohooing, but tears were coming to my face because that dude was very influential in my life. And that just goes to show how, <laughs> like, was just, I'm crying. Like, true. When I said, I'm so crying, I'm like, oh, you laughing. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm crying. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I read that completely wrong. <laughs> she thought I was laughing because somebody died, but no. I was no, not because he died, <laughs> but just because, like, I thought you'd just being a little dramatic. Like, yeah. oh, I'm crying. No, I was. We have tears coming down my eyes. I I'm definitely like, was, but. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, here's the quote. There are not two kinds of forgiveness, but two aspects or stages of it. One could say that the first must always happen, and the second may happen, but that is not always possible. Attitudinal forgiveness can occur without reconciliation, but reconciliation cannot happen unless attitudinal, attitudinal forgiveness has already occurred. So if that just sounded like a bunch of gibberish, essentially what he's saying is the first step to forgiveness is your attitude to forgive as the person who's been offended. The second step for the completion of forgiveness is the other person repenting or asking for forgiveness. And that is the full completion of that forgiveness process, right? Tracking with me? Um, so uh, that's so important for relationships because it's offense is inevitable. Mm -hmm. I've never met a perf perfect couple, and I know that there ain't no perfect couple. And we are not that perfect couple. We are absolutely not that perfect couple. <laughs> absolutely not. We out here telling y'all about our imperfections and how we learn from them and hopes to encourage you. Um, but man, there's been so many times where we are offended at one another, but we don't have that instant attitude and no forgiveness that we should have as Christians. So let me, I'll make it quick, but I want to tell the story of um, a story that was really powerful for me. Um, and I'm going to leave out some details of this for privacy reasons. But um, this gentleman came to me and he said, I want to be a better husband. Babe, you I don't think I actually told you this story, but I wanted to see your reaction live on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> so this gentleman came to me and he said, it's a true story. He said, I want to be a better husband, but it feels like my wife and I are enemies. We're always at each other's throats. And as I prayed for him, uh, well, the Lord had reminded me of something that I, a sermon that I was watching by Mike Winger. Or the exact same thing happened to Mike Winger. Um, but as I was praying for him, I said, Lord, 
I pray that you remind him what you told us to do with our enemies. You told us to love them. Even if that man's wife was his enemy and he was hers, that does not excuse his call to love her as Christ loved the church. Mm. They're married, you know? And if they weren't and they were enemies, guess what you're supposed to do to your enemies according to Jesus? Love them. So, and how, how can you love somebody when they're your enemy? You have to forgive. Because obviously they're your enemy because they wronged you. Mm. How do you get an enemy? There's no other way. Yeah. There has to be some type of conflict, some type of pain associated with it. How do you, how do you love an enemy? You pursue reconciliation mm. by forgiving. I, I do find it hard to believe that, that gentleman got to got to that place to where he felt like an enemy of his wife after just one argument too right <laughs> this is built up probably years right years and what happens is we we can either sow bitterness we, we still reap what we sow it's not just a physical thing it's not like when you if you dig a hole and put a seed in it you reap the harvest of course but this is this is in untangible, intangible things too. If I'm sowing bitterness, what am I going to get back? More bitterness. Right. But if I sow love, then watch God turn my enemies into my friends again. Yeah. In Hebrews, it talks about one, just in Hebrews 12, just being at peace with everyone. But mm-hmm. also when it speaks about bitterness, it speaks as it, it speaks about it as roots. Wow. And what better what better way to put it than roots, right? Those yeah. go deep and they continue to grow, right? If not handled properly. And it's also talking about like not missing God's grace because you have that bitterness in your heart. Mm. And in relationships, you have to be willing to forgive and have hard conversations. And I'm speaking to myself when I say that. You have to be willing to say, okay, I'm going to treat one. I'm going to treat my spouse how Christ taught, like treated me, mm. right? He's extended me so much grace that I literally did not deserve. That's good. And I need to, he's always ready, standing there, waiting for me to come and say, hey, Lord, I failed you in this area. Will you forgive me for this? Or, yeah. you know, I, I did this wrong and is really having a toll on my relationship with you. I want to, you know, get back in right standing. And so we also need to have the same heart posture when it comes to forgiving, that willingness to even confess or even ask for yes. forgiveness is so important. And a lot of times I have to, it's a humbling process for me. I know it might be for other <laughs> people, but it's a humbling process because most times you don't want to admit that you're wrong or you think right, that right, you're right. right in that moment. Yep. But you have to ask yourself, what's more important, my pride or this relationship? Ooh. And we've been talking. Lord, have mercy. Stop. It had to be done. And we've been talking about since the very beginning of the podcast that at the end of the day, all we want to do is bring glory to God yeah. through one more avenue, and that's our relationship. So we're already bringing glory to God by living how we're supposed to be yeah. living, which Hebrews 12 also talks about that, like the way that people will know about Christ is how you live your I life. Love, and yeah. so if you are living in a state of bitterness or unforgiveness, Ooh. you're showing other people that 
And well, in relationships, even though I value this person, I don't value them enough to forgive them when they've wronged me. And again, we want to point people back to Christ in the way that we love. And I'm going to say it again because I'm not perfect. It took time Mm -hmm. for me to get to that place of not harboring bitterness towards someone, especially when I'm learning to love that person because we are different. Like I had to remind myself, we're different. I would do it this way. He would do it that way. Mm -hmm. We're different. That's why. Okay, well, how can we work cohesively together in a way to where we can make this work and we can also practice, you know, this practice something that is going to be necessary for the rest of our lives, for the rest of our relationship. And if we're going to sit here and do this podcast and do these things, then I have to practice. Like I have to practice that. I remember we were beefing. Uh oh, we were beefing and we were set to record a podcast and oh, (laughs) (laughs) literally what is that was so disrespectful. And this mic is so disrespectful for picking that up. Sensitive behind Mike. Literally. <laughs> that was wow. rude. That was so rude. But I remember. That was Tony the Tiger. He said. <laughs> That's crazy. Tonisha. Okay, go ahead. Tonisha. Sign out. <laughs> you have to sign out. Finish your thought before you forget. Like well, me. what I was going to say was. Um. I just remember before we sat down and did this podcast, you were like, hey, I'm not going to, we had an episode of film, I don't remember which episode, but you're like, I'm not going to sit here and do this podcast and we're beefing with each other or we're not on good terms. And I literally had to swallow my pride. I was like, yeah, you're right. Like, how can I go on and feature episodes and Mm -hmm. sit here and talk about forgiveness, but I Mm -hmm. can't even forgive you that I'm going to put on a whole show as if. I did, or I am actively doing that. And so, one, that's just a husband shout out to you. You're like, no, we're going to make sure our house in order before we go out and help other people. Mm. But, you know, it's very important because the enemy does not want you to win. He does not want your relationship to thrive. He does not want you to be in a place where it's healthy. Nope. Right? Absolutely not. Like, he doesn't want you to figure out how to work around the tough times because he knows how that's going to grow you closer. He wants you to practice everything that God doesn't tell you to practice. Yeah. He wants you to practice bitterness. He wants you to practice hiding when you're frustrated. He wants you to practice accusing your spouse. He wants you to practice yelling. He wants you to practice all these negative things that don't actually positively affect your relationship. They don't bring glory to God. They don't bring love to each other. He's against all of that. And what he'll do is convince you that you're doing the right thing. Mm, yeah. He'll convince you that the, the things that you're doing that are hurting your spouse, hurting your relationship, and hurting you are what's best because they're in your best interest. But guess what? It ain't about you. Yeah. It was never about you, actually. To begin with. Sorry. If this is the first time you heard it, <laughs> sometimes I got to tell myself this. It ain't about you, big dog. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking in the mirror like, like, do I think that I'm right? Absolutely. There's no part of me that thinks I'm wrong. Not even a little bit. Ditto. But is being right more important than loving my wife? 
is there a command in the scriptures that say be right at all times? And throw love out the window. Does it say prove to your spouse that you know better than them? Mm. Oh. No. It says love her. Mm. And why is respect him? And if you miss that, the enemy's going to eat you up. Literally. That relationship is going to seem going to seem like no progress is being made or every yep. time you turn around, ah, oh, here we go again or It's just the same thing the every same week. Same thing. All men are the same. All women are the same. Right. None of y'all made changes though. Right. I think um growing up and I've you been know, there. shoot. As a kid you get to see other people's relationships and yeah. I got to see firsthand what um what unforgiveness does to a relationship. Ooh. And I mean, I'm 25 now, so that's 25 years of watching people's relationship just get to this point where the one, the one thing where it talks about that root of bitterness, Mm -hmm. I got to see roots continue growing and spreading for 25 years to the point where you're in the same house, but you're not, you're not together. You're not one. You're not at peace and where it talks about being at peace with everyone. You're not at peace with your spouse. Mm. The person who, when you come home is supposed to give you that sense of peace, that sense of comfort. You're not, you're not like that. You're constantly at battle. You constantly have walls up. Yeah. And just to see that. And obviously it didn't comprehend what I was seeing until I got into a relationship. And I told myself, well, that's a generational cycle that's going on all around me. Cause again, like, come from you know family of divorce Mm -hmm. you know not my parents but other people in my family Mm -hmm. and one of the things that I could see from again from a kid's perspective I don't know the whole story but it seemed like bitterness or that unforgiveness unwilling to forgive that person unwilling to work through it for the sake of the relationship for the sake of I said to God that I'm gonna love this person no matter what Mm. I'm going to continue to, um, you know, show them the love that you show me because, you know, husbands are supposed to love their wives as Christ loves the church. Right. And then when that's being reciprocated, I think you did such a great job at that, that I was like, okay, well, I need to keep the same energy. Mm. I need to make sure that I'm also quick to forgive. And I think from like the beginning of our relationship to now being married, I'm the one that'll be like, all right, let's solve this because I'm ready to go to bed. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be up all night. That's so okay? true. Wow. And I used to be like, all yeah. right, um, even though we're in the same place, I'm not going to talk to you for three <laughs> hours. And then I'll finally come to it. But then when I do come to to talk to you, I'm going to also cry my eyes out for like an hour because I don't want to do this conflict. But while yeah. doing like there's in forgiveness, there's also growth that takes place. Yes. In your, you know, in each other, like you make me better in mm. the area of forgiveness because i see what it does for us and how it just makes us function on such a different level and then it helps me like i have to forgive them kids every day they be telling me they're sorry i don't know if they truly sorry but i'll be forgiving them i bet like, that's crazy i'm just over here smiling with butterflies i could be bitter right now but i'm gonna be better because 
them kids. Okay, my rant's over. <laughs> Only one day of school left. Let me calm down. No, that was a that was a good thing. And that that's a little husband nugget mm-hmm. for you know for my homies. If uh, if there's something that you desire from your girl, set the example first. Mm-hmm. Lead by example. Yeah. I I don't think that we would be where we were if. Uh, in in that area of resolving conflict, if I had given in to those urges of the flesh and whispers of the enemy to say, you really going to let her talk to you like that? (laughs) You really going to let her ignore you like that? I know she did not. I know she did not just leave my drawers on on, on on the bed. Throwing them on the bed when I left them on the floor. I don't know if you actually done that. It's just kind of a hyperbole. Anyways. Right. Let me fix my face because I was like, sir, <laughs> if anything, I'm picking those drawers up and put them in the dirty clothes yeah, bin. That's facts. Four, five days worth. <laughs> like, bro, just throw them in the bin. Okay, let me stop. <laughs> but no. Yeah. And then you'll start to interpret. Here's a, here's, here's a really bad part about bitterness is you'll start to interpret everything they do as negative. Mm, yeah. Like you doing that despite me? Like, look, no, I literally. When I'm mad at her, ain't nothing she can do right. <laughs> Cause I'm bitter. That has nothing to do with what she's actually doing. She could have made me breakfast, and I'm like, I know she ain't cooked my bacon right today. Cause she mad. That's so annoying. She made my eggs wet. That's right. so nasty. Yeah, she she purposely put no salt in there. <laughs> she purposely ain't put ain't put pepper on it. Now I gotta go season my own stuff. Just mad. That's about me. That's my bitterness. That's my lack of forgiveness. Right. Got you misinterpreting and you, stuff. And you, now we misinterpreting other people's actions because of our own lack of obedience. My stomach Christ. is growling so loud. It's okay. I couldn't hear that. You couldn't hear that? I'm just telling you my stomach is growling so loud. On, you started talking about food. Girl. Let's wrap this up. You <laughs> started talking about food. I was like, ah, that sounds nice right now. Amen. Well, that is our little take. A little take. On forgiveness. And as always, we have more to say, but you know, we're going to wrap it up here. Yeah. Maybe another day we'll throw in another episode. But next week, we got a banger. We got a banger in the works. I ain't going to disclose no information, but. We'll probably do a little bonus in between that, uh, telling about our story because we realize we haven't done that yet. So that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I know people have been asking about that. Yeah. They're like, so, I mean, like, how did y'all meet? Yeah. And we've been friends for almost a year. I'm like, oh, y'all know? Right. It's kind of bad. We, we, we should tell them. <laughs> we should let them <laughs> know. Should. Yeah. So anyone's interested in that, tune into the next one. And uh, we love y'all, man. Thanks for tuning in again. This is Taylor May Podcast. I'm EJ. I'm Jada. And we are out this mug. Go forgive somebody. I'm going to start today with my students. (laughs) 